Okay. Hello. Welcome to the September 20th, 2023 meeting of the Northboro Historic District Commission. My name is Bob Light, Chair of the Commission. Um, just to start, this meeting is being held live and is being recorded. Pursuant to Chapter 2 of the Acts of 2023, an act relative to the extending certain COVID-19 measures, this meeting will be conducted via remote participation. No in-person attendance by members of the public will be permitted. The order allows the Historic District Commission to meet entirely remotely, so long as reasonable public access is afforded so that the public can follow along with the deliberations of the meeting. All members of the Historic District Commission are allowed and encouraged to participate remotely. Members of the public who wish to view the live stream of this meeting may do so by going to the Northboro Remote Meeting on YouTube via the link listed on the agenda. This meeting will not feature public comment. Each vote taken this evening will be conducted by roll call vote. So members of the commission, when I call your name, please respond in the affirmative. Brian Smith. Yeah, yes. I mean, uh, roll call vote. Here. Uh, um, Leslie. Here. Here. <laughs> Leslie Harrison. Here. Amanda. Here. Brian Swanson. Here. Tom Reardon. Here. Millie Milton. Here. Okay, and I, I didn't leave anyone out that's a voting member. Okay, so to start the meeting, uh, we'll go through the prior minutes of August 16th. Does anyone have a chance to review them and are there any questions or changes? Did, did anybody else's come through with typos? Uh, no, I don't think so. Brian, I don't think I gave you any changes, did I? I think you made a couple, you said something about there was an extra and in there or something like that. There were two little things that I think you changed before you sent it out. Right. And I, I think, and I did send it out with the corrections. Okay. So anything else? Mine consistently came through with every TI being substituted with the number four. It was very strange. That's strange. That is strange. I don't have that on my copy. Okay. Anyone I think else? I was left off the attendance list, even oh. though I seconded several motions. <laughs> yeah, you did. I, <laughs> your first, your first official duty, you were left off. I know. Yeah. Oh right. Okay. Um, I can correct that. That's right. That's right. He's missing. Sorry. <laughs> There's a comma there, so it was, you know, you're almost there, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> okay, any any other changes? I did not have any. I would then entertain a motion to accept the meetings. I move that we accept the meeting minutes from the August 16th, 2023 meeting of the Historic District Commission. Second. Who's that? Second. Uh, who, who seconded it? Second. I'll second if you need a second. I thought Millie seconded it. I, 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 I second. thought somebody else did too. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't hear. Sorry. <laughs> I'll be the second second. Double second. Okay. I got Millie as the second. In the okay. So uh, Brian Smith. How do you vote? I vote. How do you vote on the minutes? I vote, accept them. Okay. Um, Leslie? Uh, yes. Amanda? Yes. Brian, Brian Swanson? Yes. Uh, Tom Reardon? Yes. And Millie? Accepted. Okay, so the minutes are accepted. Okay, first agenda item under CPA project status is the uh, Brigham Street update. Uh, I did contact Scott 
Charpentier and uh, just to find out where we stand. And what he has said is that all tree removal, grubbing and rough grading is complete. Uh, the burial area that we had marked off previously um, is marked for handwork only. And the contractor will be supplementing supplementing with loam and fertilizer and hydro seeding in the next couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. And after which the granite uh, posts and chains will be installed. The work is scheduled to be completed this year. Wow, that's exciting. Okay, that's good. And uh, I don't think there's anything you need to vote on for that. We'll keep you posted for next meeting. Um, next, uh, the library mock-up. Uh, all the corrections that and, and additions that we had last week was sent to the library. Uh, they just, I think it was on the 9th, they had their board of directors meeting and they approved the changes. I don't have the, the latest mock-up though, but it looks like everything that we had sent them is, is in their hands. The only issue, and Norm and I had discussed this, is that um, with these additions and the extra, the extra picture, um, there's a slight chance they may run over budget from what they received for CPA funds, which, which will be a problem because they, it just will take too long to get more, more funding in there. So hopefully that won't be the case and they'll be able to make the changes. So, Bob, are there alternate sources of funding if you go over budget? Um, the only source that we might have is $500 that we have in our budget. Do we know how much it would go over budget? No, we don't even know if it will. It uh, will, is, yeah. We, we really have no idea right now. Uh, I think from personal point of view, I think we should have both pictures on there. But yeah. it's possible that with the added text, uh, all, the, all the typos were made were corrected. And then we had some extra text that had to do with um, about the architect, AJ cutting, um, and then about the large addition and a few other things. So if it's for, for whatever reason, if we had to eliminate that text, we could but I would like to see the picture, the second picture of the second Gale. So at this point, we don't know if it's gonna be over budget. That it's just speculation. So we'll uh, hopefully everything will go on schedule. Okay, the next on the agenda. Okay, the Westboro State Hospital, uh, Chauncey Hall Historic Markers. Um, now, I just I want to point out, and this was raised by Norm, that this is really not part of CPA funding. This is being funded by the um, Department of Capital Assets Management. Oh. I don't know what the other, CAMM. So it's not CPA funding. Uh, so I'll have to move that to another section for the next meeting. But to update that, um, we um, we made all the changes that the uh, commission had suggested, and they were they were accepted. And then the issue was the uh, location. So maybe I can show you the um, the location issue. Wait a second. Sorry.
It's there. It's third. Okay. It's right in the middle. I'm like, I see uh, it. Sorry about that. Uh, okay. I'm impressed. <laughs> All right. So if you see here, this is the um, proposed site. And it's off. This, by the way, is Lyman Street. And then this is the uh, aircraft field, model airplane field. And this is a little parking area. And I think there was some misunderstanding because I think that was the original site that they wanted to put it anyway. And we had proposed this alternate location one or alternate location two across the street where the old um, dormitory was. And this would make the most sense. The problem was that there wasn't a place to park and we were hoping that they would at least carve out one or two parking spaces along the road so people would be able to see it. Um, they vetoed that idea and they want to put it here. So then we had uh, talked about putting up a sign at the intersection here, a small sign with an arrow that just said historic markers uh, uh, ahead or something along those lines. So people passing by could see it and they, they would drive down to that. So anyway, when we suggested that again, which they had agreed to, they suddenly said, well, it's not really in the plan. It's not in the budget or whatever. So we may, they're, they're still considering it. We may or may not have that marker over here. So that's somewhat disappointing. Mm -hmm. um, what I would recommend is we'll keep an eye on it, but we could possibly uh, pay for it out of our own budget or request CPA funds for that extra sign. I mean, if it's on Lyman Street, number one and two, it doesn't, are those, would it be for people walking or would people driving by really see it? Well, no one walks down that part of Lyman Street, really. There's I, only sidewalks. Yeah. So it's, it's not, it, it, it's basically you drive by it and unless you're actually making that turn into the uh, model airplane airfield, they're not going to see it. Right. But at least if there, was, if there was a marker here, at least people might slow down, see that there's historic markers ahead and then drive down. It's mm -hmm. really out of our hands because this is, this is their, um, their program. Uh, yeah. we, we made suggestions, but they were, pretty adamant that um, this is the way it's going to be. So I'm, I'm hoping they're going to go ahead and put that sign up. If not, I would like to explore the possibility of putting our own sign up at some point. Mm -hmm. So for those, um, I'm going to but for those that don't know, these, these are huge signs that they're putting up. They're like three feet by four feet okay. uh, tall. And there's two of them. Uh, there's one that has to do with the history of the, the Westboro State Hospital grounds and with a focus on the Northboro farming community. And then the other one is, is regarding the Native American uh, nation. So, um, so, you know, these are, these are not anything that we've ever made before. I don't remember, Bob, if we ever showed uh, a copy of what they were looking like. But um, we showed the we show the copy of the uh, of the farm uh, community oh, right. one, but not we haven't seen the uh, one about the Native American trail yet. Okay. And there's quite a bit of uh, rewording that was requested last time we had a meeting, um, because the the it's, it's tricky with the with the state hospital grounds because there's a, certainly a lot of the wording ended up being. Uh, highlighting the negativity and the problems there. And one, one of the people reviewing it says, you know, there's a lot of good that came out of there. It's, it should not just be focusing on the, the problems. Mm -hmm. uh, so, and, oh, wow. and some of the figures were incorrect. So this is, it's a good, it's just at the tweaking stage now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this was a sign and, and they did agree this, um, this picture is gonna be changed and it's going to be a, uh, an aerial view of the actual site because this one didn't, this is actually the lake is over here and then this is the old building, but it has nothing to do with the farm community. So we suggested that they do an aerial view of, with a maybe a, a little sticker that says you are here to show what the farm community looked like from the air. Yeah. 
So anyway, that so this this is going to be changed, and there was a few other changes that we made. Yeah, and, there was a, one of the pictures was actually of the Lyman School area, which is off Route Nine. So there's there's some tweaking that's going to be done. Right. But, um, in my opinion, is the the the, op, the the company that's putting this together is sometimes is south of Hartford, so they're not local. And they had to do a lot of homework and they actually did a very, I'm very impressed with the amount of homework that they did. And I believe, I think it was Millie that made a few typos uh, changes in, under this section, which we made. So we haven't seen the final mock-up yet. Okay. So Bob, there's an, there's an abandoned septic system that serviced this entire complex. And it looks like Christo did earthworks. You've got this gravel ponds with earth berming around it, like in a huge grid. And it's over between, it's over near a little Chauncey, but it's, uh, it's very unusual landscaping. Hmm. Yeah, I saw that Tom, that was really interesting. I'm glad it wasn't active when I visited it. <laughs> well, I did have one question though. If we do elect to put our own sign up, whose permission do we need? Who who owns that uh, part of Lyman Street? Is that would that be the town? No, Scott, state. It's all state. state. So to, then we we couldn't just. So then we would have to approach them and ask to have our sign put up. Okay. Does, the town have a, does the town have a right of way or something like they do on our, all the normal streets? That, oh, that's a good point, Brian. That's a good question. I could probably start with uh, Scott about that, right? Yeah. He'll know. <laughs> okay. Well, at this point, I'm not sure it requires a vote, but uh, maybe we should vote uh, to, um, in principle, that we would look for funding to put our own sign up at some point. Bob, you don't have to vote for that. You really only have to vote when you have dollar numbers and you're going to put an expenditure out. Okay, so once, so I could then do some research to find out what it would take and where we would get the funding. And then, uh, then we would bring it up to a vote. Any other discussion on that? Does that sound like a good approach? I like it. Okay. Really, I think it's really pretty. Bob, I wanted to just step back a minute on uh, the sign regarding the request for the library sign. So I just looked it up. So the original quote, they're not really quotes, but the original uh, cost estimate, so that goes back almost a year ago, was $4,600. We put in a 10% contingency for inflation. So the request is, the budget is $5,060. Um, hopefully we don't go over that dollar value, but we did build in some slop. So, okay, good. Um, you said 10%? Yeah, we put in a 10% uh, inflation. <laughs> okay, good. Well then. So we, we might be in good shape, just so we don't have to worry. Just keep an eye out. Okay. Okay. Anything else on the Westboro State Hospital side? Mm -mm. Okay. Next on the agenda is the Howard Street National Register status update. And I spoke to Ben Haley from the um, Massachusetts Historic uh, Commission, I believe. Um, and he said that it is it, because basically that was submitted last June of June of 2022. So it's been over a year. He said it is in review and the comments um, are going to the consultant next month and he will keep me posted. Okay, so now moving on to small projects. Um, Tom, anything new on uh, Northboro UK? Well, as I stated last month, the, the my correspondence with the 
town historian in Northborough, England, uh, didn't come up with any physical, historical, personal links between the two Northboroughs. But I'm still hoping you'll send me on a field trip. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, funny you should say that because I've been looking at the map and I might be visiting it next year. Thinking of we're thinking of going to England, and I would like to make that trip. It's mm. I think it's a couple hours north of London. Yeah, it's just just north of uh, Cambridge, Peterborough. Yeah. So anyway, that's a a thought for the future. Okay, thank you. Uh, the just to report on the Apple Fest booth, we had a a nice collaboration with the uh, Northborough Historic Society. And they were kind enough to let us to share our booth and we gave out many brochures. Um, I was there at the beginning and the end. Uh, Brian Swanson was there. Uh, Tom was there. Amanda, I, I, I didn't see you, but. I didn't, I didn't actually wind up going, unfortunately. Okay, okay so we had, we had good coverage and we gave out a lot of brochures. Um, not a lot of traffic. Most people came over and were handed brochures and they, at least when I was there, there didn't seem to be too many discussions. Anything they wanted else? the root beer. <laughs> they wanted the root beer. They were giving out root beer. It was a very hot, hot and humid day. I felt bad for the historical society wearing their uniforms, costumes. Okay. All right, moving on to the um, committee representatives, uh, CPC, that would be Leslie. Do you have anything? You're on mute. You're on mute. Sorry. Um, yeah, we had our first meeting. Uh, we're just getting ramped up. So we'll start accepting applications probably about November 1st, but we're, we're just starting to meet. We'll be meeting monthly, first Tuesday, of, first Thursday of each month the season. I did listen in on the on the uh, CPC meeting and it was interesting that one of the um, it looks like they're going ahead with trying to get funding for for the uh, downtown um, beautification for the, some of the facade updates and 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 signs as possible CPC funding or ARPA funding. Yeah, yep, absolutely. And we had talked about them coming to putting together a proposal and then coming to one of our meetings to to uh, review the proposal. Okay, thank you. Any anything else? Okay, uh, master plan implementation, downtown revitalization. So we haven't yet had a meeting. We haven't had a meeting since I think it was July. We are waiting for the uh, draft of the downtown uh, revitalization um, uh, information to come together. We were supposed to have our meeting tomorrow, but it looks like it got pushed back till next Thursday. I'm anxiously awaiting their, their um, report. I think part of that is going to be going to some of the uh, businesses in the in the region and in, in that Main Street area and asking them if they wanted to apply for uh, CPA funds, CPC funds, mm -hmm. for, for upgrades of um, signs and and facades. Facades, yeah, I agree. I mean, when we when we walked in, I think it was in June, you know, to try to incorporate some of the look of the downtown area into their design plans, and hopefully, um, you know, echo some and reflect some of what we already have, and see what they come up with. Okay, Bob, you corrected yourself. You said CPA funds, and then you corrected yourself to CPC. If CPA is correct, CPC is just the committee. All the funding right, and everything right. is CPA. Uh, right. Right, you got me. Yeah. <laughs> I also, in terms of funding, um, I had attended a seminar from the um, 
oh, is it the Massachusetts Historical Alliance Seminar? And they were mentioning matching grants that were available up to $10,000 for owners of historic buildings. And I wanted to explore that a little bit more because I looked on their website and it didn't indicate that it would be available to owners of, of buildings. But that would be something that, and that's basically matching funds. Mm -hmm. But what grant again is that, Bob? It's called, it's, it's 1776. Under, it's under Preservation Massachusetts. Yeah, it's the 1776 grants. Yeah, that's up to 10, it's up to $10,000 maximum. And it's for exterior, uh, it's for ex exterior modifications or improvements. And there's a couple other restrictions on that. Um, it, it, I think it's nonprofits. It might have to be identified as a historical property. I don't know how that works, but yeah, they've that actually they, they've had that for it's almost the third or fourth year. Uh, that, but would that include a, a, a privately owned historical house? Uh, I doubt it, but I'd have to look at the details. I've been <laughs> running that one by the the uh, historical society every, every couple of years. See, that was that was brought up at the meeting, and it didn't sound right to me. Yeah. So I need to it's, explore. It's. The funding money comes from some organization called the 1776 organization or 1775. And it's my recollection, I don't remember off the top of my head, but it's 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 a pretty simple uh, explanation of what's allowed. Okay, and I believe it is matching funds up to $10,000. It's matching funds, absolutely. So, um, and then the other, the other $10,000 could be CPA funds. Conceivable. Probably, yep. Yeah. So that would be uh, something that downtown businesses would be interested in if they were eligible. But at this point, it doesn't look like it. Uh, yeah, I think you'd have to identify which buildings in downtown are still historic. Mm. Mm. The, the, a lot of the private homes definitely are, but then, you know, the liquor store is not, you know. Mm. As, uh, you, but there might be something there, but you have to scratch my head. Someone would have to scratch their head and see what, what might work. The historical society building would absolutely would be appropriate. Absolutely. Okay. okay. Thank you. All right. New business. Um, there's a new business item. I just wanted to quickly review. Norm brought this to my attention, and um, it has to do with the first parish church, Unitarian Church, and apparently there is a historic preservation restriction on that church, which in addition to being part of the historic district where changes cannot be made to the outside without approval, this would cover changes to the inside of the building as well. And there is an, a, an agreement that was signed, I think it was 2016. Hmm. So, um, we, Norm notified the building uh, department that any changes, if they go to the building department to, to make any major changes on the inside, that it has to go through the historic district commission for approval. So I don't have anything. What church was this? The Unitarian. Do you have a copy of that, Bob? Yeah. Yes. I'd yes, like I do. To... Oh, for, yeah. Um... Of the agreement. I don't, uh, I, Bob, I did not send you the signed agreement. I think the signed agreement is actually in our files, but Brian, somebody at Unitarian Church should have the final documents on all of that. That was put in 2016. The, uh, George Pember was the, was the lawyer who put the, a lot of it together. Uh, I think Gordon Hart might have a copy of it. Right. The thing, the thing I have forgotten is that with the, with the preservation restriction, someone has to monitor the restriction. Uh, there are two preservation restriction buildings in the town of Northborough. The one on Bartlett Street, I think it's Preservation Worcester, monitors the uh, monitors the restriction, which means that any changes to the building have to be reviewed. In the case of the Unitarian Church, um, we, the Historic District Commission, we're responsible for monitoring that. And to be honest, the only way we would know that something's happening is that the building department flags us and says, oh, hey, they, we got a request for these alterations. And it's what? our responsibility to make sure that, that any changes are done appropriately. And so wasn't that the one that was rebuilt in the 1950s? Yes. Okay. And they have a historic preservation on it? 
Yes, in in the in the hall. It's it's public property actually. It's not just the buildings. Okay. Is it is it both buildings though? Yeah, the church and the okay. I skim read it really quickly and. and it might just be the outside. I'd have to, someone, you know, if something ever pops up, someone would have to really read it in detail. But mm. right now we just want to make sure, we, I had forgotten, I wanted to make sure the building department realized or recognized that this existed. And, you know, Bob's, like 2016, Bob was, Federico was not the building inspector. So. Mm. There's not much that goes on there, but it's just a heads up that this is something. Yeah. It's just something that we, we need to be aware of. It might it might come up. If anyone is interested in that agreement, I can send it send you what I have. It's not the signed version, but it looks pretty complete. Hmm. I'd be interested in seeing it, Bob, in case I can't find it elsewhere. All right, let me let me send it to everyone. Yeah, that's only uh, Bob. I only sent you I only sent you the text. Is uh, if you read through it, you'll see there's a bunch of exhibits. You don't have the exhibits. The exhibits are mostly uh, photographs. So, um, and you don't have that. So let me take the initiative to send it to everybody on the Historic District Commission with the exhibits. Good, thank you. Because a lot of it is based on, the documentation is based on photographing it very thoroughly to know what the building looked like when the, when the preservation restriction went in. So if somebody says they want to do something different, ideally you go back and look at the photographs and say, okay, this is what it used to be. Now what do you want to do? Okay. Um, let me do that. Not a problem. Hey, thank you. I was involved in the reconstruction of the front stairs, but we didn't come before this committee to get approval. When, what year was that? Uh, I can't, I don't know, back in the midst of time, maybe, <laughs> I don't know, 12 it was before years 2016. Ago. We got rid of the old marble steps because they're all crumbling and we did some fine poured concrete. <laughs> Okay, before we get on to the last subject, um, let me see, let me just skip down. Is anything on the, on the mail? Um, I don't think so. I, don't, I didn't see any mail there. Um, we'll call on this. Okay, so the last topic is what I had mentioned at the last meeting that we should start relooking at the uh, historic preservation plan, chapter seven, and look for, um, items that um, might be something interesting to take on. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a long list. I started going through it and don't worry, I'm, we're not gonna get through the whole list today. It's, <laughs> I'm gonna try to end on time and we're probably gonna have to continue this over the next few meetings. But I wanted to um, look, at, uh, look at the um, these objectives and goals and covers a lot of the stuff we've already been working on or is ongoing. And then there are some new projects that we could be undertaking. So let me start. I'll share the screen and we'll, we can start going through it and then we'll stop uh, at eight o'clock. Where am I here? You want to be page 90? 90. Yep. Right around there. There we go. All right. I think we decided that we were going to start right around here, page 92. Mm -hmm. Okay. So is this, before I start, is, is there anything that jumps out at anyone or do you want to just start going through the list? I think it's just easier to go right through the list. Okay. So under um, NCH 2-2, this is promote awareness of North Rose history. Um, first one, publish several local articles 
Norm's, Norm, you've been publishing a few things in the uh, Community Advocate. I don't, I don't think there's anything that we're, that we're doing ongoing right now. I'm sorry. Um, every other month I write an article for the Community Advocate about the history of North Grove. So that's something that, that I do. Okay, is there any, uh, again, if any of the members uh, have, a, have enough knowledge about writing an article or have an idea for an article, we could uh, bring that up. So uh, let's pass that one. I have a question on submitting to the community advocate norm. Is that something you just, do you have to like apply to do that or is that something that somebody can just submit? But right, right now, uh... Right now, I get paid to do it. Mm -hmm. I get 50 bucks, which I donate to the Historical Society because I just go through their archives and, and steal the information. Okay. Um, but prior to that, I had, I had put articles in. Um, actually, I put a, that whole series of articles that I did on White Cliffs. Um, I just worked with the, uh, at the time it was, uh, it was a different woman who was the editor, uh, Bonnie Adams. And I just worked okay. with Bonnie Adams and we were putting them in. Uh, th those are all freebies on my part. So it's just a matter, I think, talking, you know, now it would be um, uh, Laura Hayes. Yeah. She, you know, and say, ask her what's the best way to do it. Okay. Um, because sometimes I, when I was on the, when I was on the Historic Dist District Commission, I would sometimes put in very short articles, but if we put a new historic marker up, I put a sign, I put, I put a small article about the marker. And right, right. Those were just, you know, courtesy things. Okay. So I'm, just I would start with Laura, but if I, I think, you know, okay, to be pretty open-minded. Well, one one idea for that would be once the uh, markers are put up on Lyman Street, we could basically just uh, publish something about what the what the markers contain. There's enough history oh. there. That it wouldn't be difficult for someone to write. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Good. We have our first objective. Yeah. Um, the second one: uh, collaborate with historical society and local history projects and programs. The one idea I have there was, uh, I think we, this was brought up at a previous meeting, is they have that walking tour of the Main Street historic buildings that little brochure. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And that would be a nice project to update with them because it is their document. So um, that, that's just one idea I had. And I could, I could volunteer to talk, talk to someone in historical society about their interest in doing that. We could, we could obviously help them with it. I think that's a great idea. I think maybe once we do it too, we could put some at the library so that people can pick them up yeah. there. Cause you know, if you're, if you're not going up to the museum, you're not going to see the, the brochures. Yeah, yeah. Great idea. There was some talk about actually putting, um, what do you call those? Uh, uh, I, forget what you, I forget what you call them. The, like the uh, kiosks. No, no yeah. QR, QR codes. QR codes. Yeah. So that someone could actually, and that that might be a lot of work. I'm not sure how to do that, but uh, I believe that, actually that that could that could be a possibility. But at least just to update the brochures, even just um, just tweak it a little bit more, and maybe uh, maybe update the artwork. So. I'll start the ball rolling with that and, and talk to the historical society about their interest in that. That's, uh, you want to contact Ellen Racine. She's the one who pulled that off in the past. Right, okay. Okay. And then of course, you know, think about it, anything else you might want to do with that. Um, also, as we go through this list, we'll think about things that we've already been doing. So number three, uh, historic markers. I mean, that is an ongoing task. We're doing it now. Um, think about anything that we might want to do in the future. 
we've got the library sign, we've got the Lyman Street signs going up. The only thing you want to keep in mind with uh, is th those those brass uh, brass bronze bronze signs. They were running about twenty five hundred dollars a pop. Now they're at forty six hundred dollars a pop. They've gotten very expensive in the last three years. So if you want to add ten more, don't take a number like uh, five thousand multiply that by ten, and uh, you know, it's beginning uh, pricey. Yeah, well, well, we'll have to be selective. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the one, the first one that comes to mind is the one that we would put on Lyman Street as a small marker to tell people where the other signs are. Okay, um, jump in if anyone has any other ideas. I'll work with historic homeowners to have historic markers placed in their homes. How old is a historic homeowner? I think we're saying maybe a hundred years. No, I mean the people. <laughs> oh, <laughs> maybe maybe a hundred years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we better work fast. Better work fast. On Just, uh, I'm always never sure who, how long everybody's been on the committee. Probably 10 years ago, we actually had a program to encourage people to put up uh, historic markers on their homes. I, I, I'd have to go back and see how many letters we sent out, um, but we weren't paying for them. So by not paying for them, uh, maybe one marker got installed. We probably sent out 50 letters. So if you want to do that program, I think the kicker is uh, to have money in your pocket to put the... So that, you know, that's, so that never, if you try that again, you have to take a different approach is my point. Right. Now on the Whitney house, there is a marker up there already. I'm sorry? The, the yeah, Whitney house, there is a marker sign. there. Yeah. Yes. Could we look into like a grant or something to get some funding to do that? Uh, Maybe. I don't know if C CPA funds, I, I'm not sure. Yeah, I think CPA funds probably wouldn't cut it, but maybe, I don't know, we'd have to look into it. What okay. other state anyway, funds are available? Yeah, I, I don't have any specific property in mind, but if anyone has any ideas, I, I think we should obviously be selective. Not every house that's over 100 years old, but think mm -hmm. about what. Bob, Bob, at least the signs we were talking about, these are little white signs. These are generally signs about this big. They go for $35 to $40. That's and the, they, Yeah, they, these are the mark. If you go in okay. Westboro, you'll see a lot of houses have a mark that it'll, it'll say the name of the house and it'll have a year on it. It's not it's not a brass marker. It's something, again, it's it's a $50 marker. Okay. And it, what is it? It goes on the person's door or on their Yeah, they put it on their house. I bought one for my own home. So oh, I, in the house. Okay. In the I, house. I bought it and it's bolted to the front of my house. Okay. Okay. Do you, so we could, do you mind we could if start I with the, just, um, go ahead. Um, the, uh, a few years ago before we, we met only virtually, I was at a conference and it was mentioned that you should look at homes older than 50 or, or structures older than 50 years old. And I think there's a couple interesting properties in town of mid-century modern architecture, which I it might you know kind of expand people's um, view of historic historic homes and buildings. I don't know if anyone is familiar, for example, with the Gropius House in Lincoln, which mm -hmm. is now a museum. That that's you know, a style of architecture that was kind of important at the time. And um, it might be something you want to consider, just a suggestion. I think, uh, I think we would have the purview of going to anything over 50 years old if there was something of interest. It's, it's I, it, nothing comes to mind, but, but I think that's a good idea. There's, you could there's start a property with the, um, on Green Street, which I'm 
I think might qualify. Um, I don't know who owns it. I just drive by it. But um, I, I I can talk to you about it offline. It's... Is that the Frank Lloyd Rice right copy? No, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Well, there are 34 houses built in the 18th century, so you could start with those. And there's 166 houses built in the 19th century. So we have about 200 houses uh, are truly historic in terms of age. Mm. I could certainly talk to my parents. They live in a 1792 house. Hmm. Uh, um, um... Julianne, if you're if you're talking about uh, what sometimes is referred to as the whips whips whip house, um, that's but actually we've had that inventory. So there's an inventory form in that house. It's a Frank Lloyd Wright design. Uh, he didn't design it, but it's that kind of a design property up on the hill off of uh, Main Street. That's actually Howard Street. So you must be thinking something different. It's actually Howard Street. Okay. Thanks. The also Norm, you mentioned that these historic um, markers would be on the inside of the house. No, 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 on the outside. On the outside. Yeah, on the outside. Okay, okay, good. Drive and by my that, house, you'll see I have a white marker that says uh, Gideon How Gideon, Gideon Haywood, seventeen fifty-five. Yes, yeah, like a right. plaque that's mounted yeah, on the plaque. <clears throat> and I don't is know that you pay for it? Maybe forty bucks. It's a good size one. Might have been fifty bucks. Right. Is that something that would come out of our budget? You're not going to do very many with 500 bucks. Right, but the homeowners could be could also chip in. Yeah, I'm kind of saying good luck with that. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay, I'm going to move on. Um, but it's something that should be ongoing, and you know, again, think about any other ideas you might have about that. Um, partnering with historic society. This is ongoing. I think we just need a good, good, uh, keep continued good relationship with the society and work with them on an ongoing basis. Um, continue sending letters of appreciation who are upgrading their properties. Uh, we've been doing that. Uh, Brian Swanson has been doing those letters, I believe. Yeah, we'll have to. It's been a while. Um, we'll have to get back to that. Okay. If anyone knows of any uh, anyone who uh, should be getting a letter of appreciation, let us know. Mm -hmm. Approach the Northboro schools to explore ways to incorporate local history in their curriculum. Uh, I just want to point out Amanda's project on the uh, Proctor School. Yeah, that was great. That, that falls under. That's very good. Um, any other um, ideas? Again, we don't have to come up with a firm list tonight, but uh, approach Northboro Cable Access Director for possible history programs. I have no specific ideas for that. I'll give you some background. Actually, there's a new, the, the uh, Kathleen Dale, has retired and um, Dana, Dana's last name. He was work. He used to be working as a in Kathleen's group. He's now uh, the new uh, director. He's, he's pretty aggressive. He's pretty creative. Um, about ten years ago, we tried to run a, a program on Northboro history with uh, cable television. The challenge was we had a lot of good information, but the challenge was none of us on the committee knew how to run actually do. The, work the equipment to make the videos. So the trick really mm. is to find someone who has that skill set or find a way to have a student project that has that skill set. We had a bunch of great ideas, but the push comes to shove, it's like, we don't know how to do this. Mm. That's the challenge you're gonna face is who, who has that skill set to actually be able to do the videos. Because there, there's some great ideas out there. I have a little bit of experience. I could potentially help. Yeah, that could be great for like a high schooler project. Yeah. Maybe even uh, like a Boy Scout and Eagle project or something. Yeah. 
Okay. Amanda, if you want to look into that and maybe report next meeting. Sure. About possibility. Thank you. Um, coordinate with other town committees and commissions, which we I think we're doing. Um, I'm not sure. I'd have some interest in the trails committee and see if there's any way to tie in what we do with, with the trails. Um, again, there might be places for historical markers or um, you know, that, that, that might be a, a, a good area for collaboration. In terms of the other things, um, we're, we're already working with the master plan implementation, yep. open space planning board. So I think, I think we're, I think we're covered there. Does anyone, has anyone worked with the trails committee before? Mm -mm. All right, so the trails committee, their big project is opening up the aqueduct for, for uh, so, so we are, so no, we're, we're not, we need to, I think we need to continue to let them know that uh, it is a national historic register site and keep us in the loop. Uh, we haven't quite been in the loop. Okay. So that, that one is, it'd be nice to, get somebody on the committee that's looking into the opening up of the aqueduct. That'd be my two cents on that. All right, let me look into that. Um, that's, that, that could be a multi-million dollar project that's a couple of years away. Right, right. But I'm just thinking in terms of just keeping, keeping track of what they're doing and how it might tie in, not just the aqueduct, but other parts of, the, of what they do. Does the trail committee meet uh, as part of a, uh, town function or is it oh is yeah it, it, it is so they're okay they're they're on the website yeah, they're, they're technically a subcommittee of the open space committee but they do operate independently they meet at the uh at the fire station i'm sorry at the police department okay good and they're they're a subcommittee of the open space technically yeah but they yeah they operate independently Okay. The, was it Bob McCaleck is the chair for trails? Is he still the chair? Bob? Is he still? I know he's very, I know he's very active. I don't know if he's still the chair, but yeah, I spoke with him at Applesauce. Um, okay. What, what was that name? Bob McCaleck. Who? Mahalik. Mahalik. Can you spell it, Leslie? I think it's M I H A L E K. Let me just double check it, but I think that's it. Okay. Good. And for those who don't know it, for the um, for the 250th celebration of the of the town, uh, Forest Lifefoot. If you go to the website for the historical society, Forest Lifefoot put together a trails route that focuses on the history of the different parts of the town that the trails go through. Cool. So there's already there's already something that's uh, written up. And maybe there's something to be taken from that, extracted from that. So, Bob, if you don't know about that trails thing, um, I could send you the link just so you know it's pretty extensive that Forrest put together. Okay, thank you. Just so you know. Okay. All right, I the did next confirm it is, it is M I H A L E K. Okay. The next item is the update of the Historic District Commission's brochure and website. Um, I, I think, you know, I think the website is in good shape. The brochure, at least, at the very least, we, we need to make more copies. I think we gave out so many at Applefest. But that's something I'd be looking for a volunteer to, to look at. Um, you don't have to jump right now, but uh, something I think we should be looking at. Norm, I went through your computer files and I could not find the, the brochure. It wasn't that. That might have been done very early, and I wouldn't have been involved in that at the time. So, so if we were to change it, we'd have to go from scratch. Most likely, you would have to go from scratch. Yes. Uh, okay. Was there anything in the file cabinets that? Why am I thinking there might be something in the file cabinets, but I'm not 100 sure. Like what? A, a disc or something? Uh, an original or. A file. I, I'm not, okay. I, I wasn't involved with it, so I, I don't know. I just don't know who. I don't know who did it. Actually, it should have been someone from the commission, but I don't remember who did it. 
Okay, so I'll, I'll look for that. And um, again, if someone, I don't know if, I, does everyone have a copy of it, of the brochure? I don't. Um, I, I don't. I don't either. Okay. Yeah. Is what that I can the brochure we gave out at Apple Fest, Bob? Yes. Okay, I have one. I have plenty of copies. What I can do is I can at least, uh, I'll just do a, uh, make a PDF file and send it to everyone. So at least you know what we're talking about. Yeah. Okay, I'll do that. Okay. And then if, uh, when people look it over, if you have any ideas about updating it, uh, we can then discuss it at the next meeting. Investigate programs for National History Month, Preservation Month in May, and Archaeological Month, October. I have no input there, um, but think about that. And then we did have a, an outreach to the Diversity, Equity, Inclusion, and Belonging Committee. Um, Not sure if anyone wants to contact them to see if if there's any anything going on. Okay. Well, I think I think there's a good place to end uh, this list. So at the next meeting, we'll continue with part th three, um, and and also we'll go through if anyone has any ideas of what we've already covered. Bob, I can reach out to the DEI folks at some point, but I just, in the next month, I won't be able to. So that's why I didn't say anything, but at some no, point- No, that, that, that's fine. That's, uh, yeah, that, that's okay. Because we'll, um, we've got plenty on our plate. So- The silence was deafening, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be reaching out to the trails committee. And again, to anyone else, if you think about it, if there's any other, committees that we're not really represented in or have not contacted recently, we could contact them in, in a um, informal manner. Okay, so, so a lot to digest, but at least we, uh, we started it. And I think this, is a, this will be an ongoing task for us next few meetings. Okay, is there- Sounds great. The, the, the next, okay, is there anything else that I didn't cover on the agenda? Wait, let me, uh, let me get out of this. Yeah, we're back. Hey, any, any other items? It's eight o'clock. Um, the next meeting is scheduled for the third Wednesday in October, which I believe is the 18th. October 18th, is that okay for everyone? Works for me. And, and we'll do a Zoom meeting again. On the calendar. Okay. All right. Do I hear a motion to adjourn? So moved. I'm leaving, so nice to see you as always. Take care, yep. guys. Thank you, Norm. Bye -bye. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, Norm. Okay, let's vote on adjourning. <laughs> Second to that, uh, sorry. Brian Smith? Aye. Uh, Leslie? Aye. Amanda? Aye. Brian Swanson? Brian Swanson, aye. <laughs> aye. And that, uh, Tom Reardon. Aye. And Millie. Aye. And I vote to adjourn. Okay, thank you all very much. And hey, Bob, we'll can you stay on for a quick second? When we're done, I just wanted to touch base with you for a quick second.